0: At University of Virginia Health System, we are for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole.
1: While memory loss is the best-known symptom of dementia, it's not the only symptom, and memory loss alone does not mean that you have dementia. My guest is Dr. Carol Manning. She's a board-certified clinical neuropsychologist who directs UVA's Memory and Aging Care Clinic and specializes in caring for patients with memory disorders such as dementia. Welcome to the show, Dr. Manning. So what is dementia?
0: Dementia is, as you said, dementia is not just memory loss that occurs with normal aging. Memory loss... Uh, Dementia is an umbrella term for several disorders, and what dementia is, it describes uh, what happens when there's a decline from normal levels of ability, so uh, when there are changes in memory, attention, concentration, um, abstract thinking, all kinds of cognition that we rely upon when there is a decline that's greater than what we would expect with normal aging. So dementia describes a constellation of symptoms, uh, but it doesn't describe the exact disease process.
1: So these most common symptoms, what would send up a red flag that would signal somebody really, you know, something is going on here?
0: So um, with, for example, normal uh, aging and memory loss, we would anticipate that someone Uh, might forget uh, where they parked their car in a parking lot, but if they forget what their car looks like, that would be a signal to me that there's something wrong. With normal aging, what we might see is that people forget uh, proper nouns. They forget names. That's very normal. With dementia, people lose the ability to speak fluently altogether, Um, so spontaneous speech declines. Losing our keys is normal, um, but putting things in highly unusual places and then suspecting that someone else took them, that would be something that would be out of the norm.
1: So suspecting that someone else took them, is there a generalized paranoia? Do you start to look for these things if it's happening in yourself or if it's happening for your loved one and you start to notice these things?
0: So um, that often occurs uh, later on in dementia, and... um, The the paranoia is because people may not be aware of uh, the the fact that they put them there and there's something called confabulation where people um, make up things to fit with other things that they can't put together. So, for example, they don't have a memory that they put their keys somewhere unusual and so they assume that someone took them. I can give you another example of a change that would concern me. Someone who's been making uh, the same favorite dish for many, many years and suddenly gets in the kitchen and can't remember how to do it. So things that are um, well-learned that we've known for a long period of time and suddenly can't do them anymore.
1: What is the difference, Dr. Manning, between dementia and Alzheimer's disease? Because these symptoms that you're mentioning right away people are going to start to be very concerned that this is not an age-related dementia but something much more serious.
0: So... um Dementia is a general term, and Alzheimer's disease is a kind of dementia. So, Alzheimer's disease happens to be the most common kind of dementia, but there are other dementias as well. There is dementia that's associated with vascular change, vascular dementia. There is uh, dementia that can occur with Parkinson's disease. So, for example, Parkinson's disease, dementia. Um, the, The umbrella term is dementia, and Alzheimer's disease is a kind of dementia, by far the most common kind.
1: So then what treatment uh, are available? If somebody experiences these symptoms or you notice it in a loved one and then you go to see a doctor such as yourself, what can you do about it?
0: Well, I think first it's important, extremely important to get a diagnosis and to get an accurate diagnosis because to assume that it's Alzheimer's disease or that it's a a dementia that we can't treat um, is doing the, the person a disservice. There are some dementias and there are conditions that are treatable definitely want to treat them. Uh, So if there is uh, a thyroid problem or if uh, there is a vitamin deficiency, we want to treat it. If it's depression, which can look like dementia, we definitely want to treat the depression. So it's really important to go to a specialized memory disorders clinic um, to make sure that you get the right diagnosis. Um, Then once you have the diagnosis, we want to treat what's treatable. Um, And we want to also treat symptoms even if we can't cure. So for example, currently with Alzheimer's disease, there's a lot of research being done to actually try to cure it. At this moment, we can't. Um, But what we can do is treat the symptoms, and we have medications that we can um, prescribe that slow the rate of decline. Uh, We also want to work with people on behavioral management because there are behavioral strategies that can be used to help um, minimize the effects of the dementia or the Alzheimer's disease.
1: Some of the medications that you mentioned, Dr. Manning, do they also help to slow the development of these symptoms?
0: What they do is they, yes, they slow the rate of decline, and there's research looking um, at these drugs, and what they do is slow the rate of decline for about three years. And what they can uh, do is um, slow the rate of decline such that people may not have to go into facilities, memory disorders, uh, memory units, or nursing homes. It can prolong placement um, because of the uh, slow in the rate of decline. So while they don't cure, they can be really helpful to patients and to caregivers.
1: Explain a little bit about some of the therapies that you mentioned. If you're, you know, giving a a behavioral therapy, modifying tasks or the environment around this person, what's involved in that?
0: Well, it's involved in working with professionals who can help understand what the behavior is and what's causing it. There's a behavior that's common in Alzheimer's disease called sundowning, and that is that people with Alzheimer's disease will often become more agitated or upset late afternoon, early evening. And so it's working with the caregiver and the patient to try to understand what is provoking the person to become more upset at that time of day. For some people, it's that uh, there's too much activity. So we want to minimize what's going on around that person and put them in a a calmer environment, so turn down the lights and get a, a soothing music or a soothing activity. For other people, it can be that there's not enough stimulation um, and they have too much energy and they get agitated, so we, in large part, uh, work with caregivers to try to strategize to make things easier for both the patient and for the caregiver. This is a disease that affects entire families. Um, And because Alzheimer's disease uh, is a progressive condition, it's always changing. So it requires ongoing care and treatment and working with patients and families to, to cope with the changes as they occur.
1: Dr. Manning, why should patients come to UVA for treatment of dementia?
0: I think they should come because we have a multidisciplinary clinic with people who are board certified and trained in um, behavioral neurology, in uh, neuropsychology. We have an entire multidisciplinary team that involves social work, neuropsychology, neurology, uh, geriatric uh, psychiatry. We have a nurse practitioner. We also have um, clinical trials which enables us to give our patients um, medications that aren't uh, available elsewhere that are really promising in terms of treating the disease. We have a whole uh, family approach, not just for the patient, but we look at the patient and the needs of the entire family and try to help them not just with the diagnosis but with ongoing care as the disease progresses.
1: Dr. Manning, please, in the last minute, give us your very best advice for people who are starting to experience some of those symptoms of dementia or for if you see it in your loved ones. Give us your best advice for things at home.
0: So, my best advice is go ahead and get, go to a memory disorders clinic and Get a diagnosis so that you can make plans and understand what's going on. Sometimes it's not dementia, and you want to know that, and sometimes, unfortunately, it is, and you want to be prepared. Uh, People often try to avoid it and deny it and say, "I I don't want this person to know that they have dementia. Our experience is that people know that there's something wrong, and it's actually a relief to get a good diagnosis and to get good care and to be able to plan for the future.
1: So important and such great information. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. And for more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Call. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.